You're listening to Pushing It Uphill, and we are literally pushing it uphill. It's time for another update from the road. Whether the countryside makes the genius, or however that may be, it's certain that no one was ever more imbued with the very spirit and essence of his own country than Elgar. It was in his very bones. Worcestershire was everything to him. The very look of spring coming, the cottages, the gardens, the fields and fruit orchards were different to his mind in Worcestershire. From walking, driving and bicycling, there was very little of the county he didn't know, and his memory for every village, however remote, and every lane, however twisty and bewildering, was extraordinary. Carice Elgar Blake Elgar purchased two Royal Sunbeams over the years. Both of the machines had 28-inch frames and three brakes. He called them both Mr Phoebus, and he was an enthusiastic cyclist, often going to the works for a tuning. According to factory legend, Elgar sometimes went by train with his Royal Sunbeam to the Wolverhampton Works on Saturdays, enabling him to watch his favourite football team, the Wolves, afterwards, before returning home by evening train with his serviced bicycle. Well, based on uh, that bit of prose there by Peter, uh, we started our day today on day six at Edward Elgar's house, uh, which was really cool. It wasn't far away from where we were staying in our B&B. Uh, and it's called... The Furs. He only spent two years of his life there. He was born there, though. So um, who was El, uh, Edward Elgar? Well, I think, Adrian, you know more about classical music than me, but I think it's safe to say he's Britain's greatest ever classical composer. Yeah, I think so. Uh, either him or Benjamin Britten. And, uh, yeah, certainly he wrote music that was very evocative of the countryside that we were uh, riding through today. So um, what, what would be some of his tunes, what people might know? Uh, Pomp and Circumstance is the, the big one, which Tim Brooke Taylor used to sing on the goodies when he was, uh, when he was getting um, nostalgic for, for, for England. So, uh, yeah, probably Pomp and Circumstance, I think. And... The last night of the proms always finishes with Land of Hope and Glory, and that's mm. one of uh, the marches, isn't it? He did these variations, very popular mm. as well. Yeah, so it, uh, but the countryside inspired him in such a way that uh, you know it was in his very being, and he would just soak it in, and it would come out on uh, the music scores that he wrote. Yeah, so a very workmanlike performance, I think, today, Peter, would be my uh, musings on it. Our ride, not our uh, compositions. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, we did uh, 86.9K and it was uh, miles. Uh, miles, yeah, miles. So, uh, what's that, 130, 140? Oh, okay. And not that doesn't count the getting to the start of the route and the getting to the digs at the end of the day. So, uh, anyway, it was a, a long day and it's a warm day. The, the locals here are uh, trying to guard themselves from heat stroke. You know, the temperature's not getting over... Th- 28 or so but um, again nose into the breeze so uh, it was it was hard work to get up here to Nantwich we started in Worcester we did five counties by my reckoning today Um, so yeah we've we've got somewhere 
um, but yeah, we we just pushed hard, didn't we? And, and nothing really startling in terms of the countryside. Yesterday probably uh, spoilt us just a little bit, but uh, it was still gorgeous and lovely, and the the farmers all working hard. Uh, in what is a very dry early summer here in the UK. And certainly uh, my feet were absolutely killing me by the end of today. Uh, I was well and truly, I was enjoying um, just just uh, coasting down the hills, Peter would have noticed when I was sitting on the front that I was uh, refusing to pedal downhill. I'll just sort of tuck in and, and, and give it a bit of a rest because we've got another really big day tomorrow. And to uh, a shout out to Bert who's worried about my backside and he's wanting to order a masseuse or something for my backside I don't need to I don't need any of that Bert uh, it hurts a bit but it's all fine that's all what you get on the job legs are feeling really good how are you feeling Pete? yeah yeah um, my knee I've mentioned it's a bit dodgy but um, I've followed my mother's advice you should always follow your mother's advice uh, I've had a message she said uh, a a uh, was a compression type bandage, elastic bandage on your knee, and deep heat. Well, uh, we've got our trail science uh, Killy Cranken, so I've had that on, and that's got some heat in it. And I brought my knee brace, Mum, so I put that on, and I must say uh, it didn't really worry me too much today. So that's good. Excellent. So, uh, yep, thanks, thanks, Mum. Um, now my yay of the day, Peter, was we went to uh, for lunch. We stopped. It was right next to where our our path that we were taking, uh, an RAF museum. And my yay of the day was getting told off for parking our bikes in the wrong place. And Peter just dealt with this guy so beautifully um, by essentially sort of playing dumb a bit, Pete. Oh, I didn't realise he was telling us off. Well, I did, but I sort of made out I didn't, and just sort of had a good old chat to him. You know, he's a volunteer guide at the place. It's our RAF Cosford, which is just brilliant. There can't be too many better um, museums for military aircraft. I'm not a military person, but I'm a sucker for a military aircraft. And right from a kid, um, parents gave me a book which uh, I just devoured. And if you're into 60s V bombers, they've got the best lineup in the world. <laughs> they don't fly anymore, but they're there in beautiful uh, hangars. Uh, at the RAF base and uh, and we met a really good guy called Damien who uh, was just so excited to have found a couple of people who were interested. There are a lot of school groups going through and he says it's a waste of time, they're really just here for a day out of the classroom, they're not that interested. So when we showed some interest and a little bit of knowledge, away he went and he was fantastic and uh, the TRS Two is a, an aircraft that the Australian Air Force could have had instead of the Swing Wing F-111 bomber back in the 60s. Uh, it was uh, experimental craft. They only made, I think, two of them, and the one they've got at Cosworth. Uh, it was fuelled up to fly for the first time. They knew its uh, future was on the line because it would cost millions of pounds to develop it to the stage it was in. And uh, Harold Wilson won the election, and one of his election uh, pledges had been to cancel this hyper-expensive program, and he, uh, one of the first things he signed off was that that's the end of the uh, TSR-2. So uh, it's now sitting there at Con Cosworth, an amazing-looking machine, mm. probably twice as big nearly as an F-111. Mm. It was capable of carrying nuclear armaments. Um, and little stubby wings, it's amazing that the thing could fly, but he said the acceleration of the one 
model that they got in the air was astounding that the chase jets couldn't keep up with it you know top speed of a bit over Mach 2 but the acceleration was astounding mm. and those engines went into the, the Concorde mm. uh, so it wasn't a complete waste of time <laughs> but uh, if you are if you love your, your military planes get to Cosworth at some uh, food, Cosford at some stage Yeah my brother Chris or Spider as we call him in Bowen Heads who's a listener he would have absolutely loved it because uh, I grew up and uh, uh, he had all of these military planes that he had models that he'd make and I'd Hit them with a broom and make them fall off the roof. So he hated me for that. And <laughs> yeah. did you have a yay of the day, Peter? I did. After Cosford, it was then we went to um, climbed a hill. We climbed a few hills today. They were long, draggy sort of climbs uh, up to Lilyshell. I'm not sure exactly if that's the rest, correct, correct pronunciation. National Sports Centre, mm. uh, and it's where the British Olympians still do training. And uh, back in 1966, it was where the English uh, football team under Sir Alf Ramsey p- were prepared for what was ultimately their World Cup triumph. And uh, going past the beautiful uh, football fields there, I could almost hear Sir Ralph, you know, uh, yelling at uh, Jack Charlton, get stuck in, you know. Uh, we don't want, you know, they make our forwards earn their free kicks. Uh, Jeff Hurst, give, give him a hard time, you know. It, so I sort of went back uh, quite a way there. <laughs> but anyway, and then that descent out of Lily Shell, mm. down that fur-lined, uh, gorgeous bitumen uh, decline was just fantastic. We mm. probably nearly hit our top speed of the of the tour so far. Yeah, we could have done yeah. It. yeah. and uh, we did uh, have a brush with a with fame with an elite sports person that I was chatting to a guy called Dylan Hicks who rides for DSM, and he went past and we we're like, oh, he's in DSM gear. I wonder if he rides for DSM. And I said, do you ride for DSM? And he said, I'd look like a right twat, wouldn't I, if I didn't? And I had all the gear. So uh, he was a, a fit looking unit and looked about. 12 years old so uh so another big day tomorrow pete uh we're uh yeah another long day and lots of canal paths and everything and they uh we're going nantwich to garstang 85 miles 136 kilometers and we're gonna go essentially between manchester and liverpool and uh god i hope the canal paths are good because gee they can be bumpy (laughs) they're not great for the backside no no but uh yep we go into Lancashire. Oh, we're in Cheshire right now, tonight. We're staying at Crewe. So we're into Lancashire. We're in another county tomorrow. And what will it bring? More sunshine by the look of things. Excellent. I'm now going to go to the Rolls-Royce factory in Crewe and order myself a Phantom. Thanks for listening to Pushing It Uphill. Remember, every dollar you donate to our ride for Muscular Dystrophy Tasmania goes directly to help purchase a wheelchair-accessible vehicle for a family in southern Tasmania as they meet the many challenges muscular dystrophy throws up in their lives. You can find the link to donate in our show notes. Thanks to our in-kind sponsors who have helped us along the way. Corecoms, Creative Imagery, Trail Science, Cradle Mountain Wilderness Village, the Tasman Hotel and the Coles Bay Triathlon.